Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Little Women. We are three best friends who wanted to create a platform to communicate with an audience similar to our age, teenagers. We discuss relevant topics from significant movements to simple teenage issues that feel like the end of the world. Be on the lookout for our special guest episodes to hear about all the different kinds of people who have taken their time to not only educate us, but also you guys, giving an endearing insight into their lives. In today's episode, we had the pleasure of talking to digital marketing coach and Instagram manager Mila Holmes. Mila began her career with virtually no experience and grew to eventually make a considerable living out of managing the Instagram accounts of businesses wanting to boost their content and increase engagement. Mila began speaking out on her Instagram and on her TikTok on how she managed to achieve this and advised her followers on how they could do the same. As a result of this, Mila has managed to transform her life and since then has created her own masterclasses and is starting to employ people for her business. So what motivated you to be to become an Instagram manager? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> honestly, it was just a need for money. Like I just needed a job and I didn't want to work at a restaurant anymore, you know? So I, I knew like our generation grew up with social media, so I knew how to use Instagram pretty well. I knew my way around it and... I just found out I could make money from it. So I just had to go ahead and try it. I like yeah. I didn't know anything about Instagram for business when I did start. Like it was literally diving into the deep end and then just figuring it out. Kind of felt like I was faking it till I made it, you know, and well, <laughs> it worked. So thank God. Yeah. It's working pretty well. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. So in your job description, you're also an Instagram mentor. Why mm. did you decide to start helping others pursue their social media careers? Again, that's like another thing that just kind of happened. Like I made a TikTok video, um, it must have been like mid-August. And when I started talking about my job, like there was just so many people asking me to teach them and like people asking how I did it, what I did. And like the sheer volume of it, just it just made sense to start, you know, selling courses or selling, you know, my services and teaching people. Um, and yeah, like it literally, it just happened. It feels like every single part of this journey has been like, it just falls into place, you know, not mm. necessarily like I plan it out. It's almost like the things you plan out to happen never happen. And then something just pops up and it works it, out. <laughs> yeah, it's always the best. So yeah, like again, it just fell in my lap and thank goodness it did because I really like it. Mm. A lot of fun. Yeah. Well, we asked some of our listeners and your followers for questions. How do they know if they're ready to start their own business or if they should go to college? Oh, God. Um, (laughs) Well, I don't want to be the person to tell you not to go to college, but I personally don't see, at least with my interests and skills, I never saw value in college. So if if you're young and you're deciding whether or not you want to go to college and you have the freedom to not go to college, then I suggest you at least just try to start a business. If it fails, then go to college. You know what I mean? Like take a gap year between high school and when you're going to go to college and just try something. And like, don't expect to be really good at what you do from the get go and don't expect to have it all figured out when you first start, because then you're literally just never going to start. You know what I mean? So if you have an idea for a business, try it. If you want to start a podcast, if you want to start an Instagram managing business, whatever, literally just do it. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, then you have college to fall back on. But Mm. honestly, with hard work, you can make anything work. You just have to be patient and, you know, grind. It sounds gross, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) balance a place for you um so would you say it's worth the risk like um starting a social media um business or would you say it's perhaps a company 
I think you should do it yourself. It really sucks working for other people, you know? Like, it's nice to have freedom over your own life and your hours, and you might as well. Again, it's like one of those things. Just try it. If it doesn't work, then you have that to fall back on. Go with a company. But just try to do it yourself. Have some self-discipline, and you can make it work. It's always best to do it solo. Yeah, you could also, like, maybe work for someone else just for, like, a short amount of time and then learn the business, learn the trade, and then... I feel like you'll be maybe a bit more experienced, maybe. 100%. Or even just, like, find a mentor. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I use the word mentor incorrectly. Mentors usually, like, free. Someone's just going to teach you and just, like, kind of show you the ropes. So find someone like that that's willing to just show you the ropes of whatever it is you're trying to do. You can even just, like, shadow someone for a few months at their, biz- at their work, like, for free. And that can help you gain some experience. But honestly, I found it with everything I do actually doing it is the best teacher like if you need to learn how to drive the best way to do it is to actually drive the best way to know how to run a business is to actually run a business you know mm. what I mean so just dive in That's and so let it true. work out <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it <laughs> um well did you have any alternative like jobs that you wanted to pursue if you're unable to become an Instagram manager or mentor like, did you have any backup ideas <gasps> oh my god yes uh, I really wanted to be a photographer like I I wanted to be like a portrait photographer or a wedding photographer and I honestly kind of always thought I'd fall back into doing that mm-hmm. like I, I always kind of waited for this to crash and burn so I could go be a photographer I kind of wanted it to happen <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah photographer I would lo- would have loved to be like a teacher for kindergarten children because they're adorable um or or literally just like a travel blogger I know it's like the dream everyone wants but it seems really cool content creation is fun and yeah I feel like we all grew up I'm sure you guys too I grew up with YouTube and like seeing these people that were like traveling all the time and like Mm -hmm. taking super awesome photos and videos and all that and I I feel like that always was kind of my dream deep down so kind of always had that to fall back on you know (laughs) Um, a follower, Rihanna.jhri, asked, how do I start being a social media manager from nothing? Start by learning. So you don't have to pay anything to start learning. You can, like, listen to podcasts, go read blogs, go on YouTube. Literally everything you need to know is on the internet. You just have to find it. Um, you know, people say time is money, so you can either spend the time learning it or you can spend the money learning it quickly, you know. So if you want to listen to podcasts, I suggest the Science of Social Media Instagram marketing secrets, the Heart University, those are all wonderful for learning. Even just entrepreneurial skills, how the Instagram algorithm works and all that. For podcasts, Buffer, HubSpot, Icona Square, Napoleon Cat. Like there are so many. Literally just Google how to be an Instagram manager and you'll have pages and pages of <laughs> stuff. Or you can go to my Instagram and just look at my old videos. I have tons of information. (laughs) (laughs) So would you say that it's necessary for someone wanting to get into this field to have any like training or qualifications to be like a social media manager? I don't. I really don't. I think you just have to be willing to fail, you know, because you're going to and you have to like be willing to put up with that. And then just try, just try things out. Kind of like what I've said with pretty much every answer like if it doesn't work it doesn't work but just try it out yeah yeah like I had zero qualifications other than growing up with Instagram and everything else just came with time yeah so like as a result of your job do you ever feel like you have less security hmm. um <laughs> yeah I guess so I guess a little bit like my very livelihood depends on me so like I can't ever not be present or else yeah. you know bad things will happen so yeah I guess it's it's a little scary at times but um I feel like you have that amount of I guess it's a little bit of fear with pretty much anything you would do any job you'd have you always risk losing it so 
it's just a matter of not focusing on it too much because it can definitely get a little overwhelming if you do. Mm, yeah. So um, could you kind of shed some light to our listeners who maybe don't really know what we're talking about here? <laughs> um, about what a social media manager gets up to every day. Like what kind of tasks do you do as part of your job? So social media managers' main business is to help other businesses create content and to like actually make money on these platforms without like sponsorships, without anything like that, just literally selling a product or a service. So an Instagram manager will create the content. That means writing captions, taking photos at times, creating graphics, and then putting together this content. So when is it going to be posted? Who is this content targeted towards? So what's the topic of the content? Is this photo really bright and airy to appeal to a certain audience? Is it really dark and moody to appeal to a different one? It's like pretty strategic. Mm -hmm. Um, When to post so that it's seen by most people. How many times you post during a week. So you're going to be figuring all that out and planning it out. And then you'll also be engaging with your clients' audiences. So that's finding new accounts to interact with, following them, liking their photos, commenting on their stuff. Pretty much just running an Instagram account like you would run your own, Mm -hmm. but just very consistently so it's just putting a lot of work into it and actually planning it it's Mm. it's honestly a fairly easy job as far as the tasks go it just can be overwhelming when you're not organized but it is a wonderful job to learn to get organized and learn to be productive and you know prioritize things properly yeah yeah I mean we have to do that a bit with our Instagram like obviously post when we think most people are going to be active of course Um, I quite enjoy it I think it's quite fun so I feel like it is social it media is manager <laughs> yeah, there you go <laughs> my next career <laughs> so we have another follower question from Paith Potter Paith sorry Faith Potter <laughs> underscore um and they asked what is the best and worst part of your job oh oh god um the best part is having control over my days like deciding when I want to wake up when I want to work, when I want to go to sleep, like just basically running my life is pretty great. Um, The worst part, honestly, is the social media. People on social media are so (laughs) awful. Um, Like, especially in the last few months, being exposed to so many people, especially through TikTok, it's like, it's just, yeah, people can be brutal. So I feel like that's the worst part as of now, just learning to navigate uh, trolls and meanies online and yeah, I'm sure it'll go away with time, but for now, it's pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> you hear stories about how bad like people can be on social media. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you stay up to date with current trends that may help yourself and your followers? Because obviously, you're in social media and everything's mm-hmm. always changing. So how do you stay up to date? Constantly. Uh, Twitter is my main go-to. Twitter and blogs. So Twitter has lots of like comms teams that basically keep you up to date with like algorithm changes, updates, anything that's happening on the actual interface. It's like going to affect the algorithm. I'll find out about through Twitter. And then strategies, new trends, you know, things that are people are using like new hashtags and stuff like that will all be on blogs. So like Buffer, HubSpot, Icona Square, all those I mentioned earlier are my go-to's. Um, and also the podcast I mentioned earlier too, usually have like a monthly episode, the science of social media. They have like a monthly episode where they catch you up on new stuff. So yeah, education is definitely a huge part of the job. Never feeling like you've learned it all. Cause you definitely have to continue learning with social media. <laughs> Literally always changing. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, what strategies do you think have proven best in your experience to generate a response on social media for the businesses that you work with? Honestly, I wouldn't say much. It's not much strategy. It's more like mindset. So like, 
don't focus so much on the numbers. Don't focus on getting an amount of likes. Focus on just creating good content. So if you are selling a service treat or a product, really, like treat all of your audience as if they were already your client or already, already your customer. Provide value. Just give, give, give. And everything else will come with time. Um, being consistent is obviously incredibly important because, one, it helps you with the algorithm. You'll actually show up on people's feed. And then two people don't forget about you, you know, like people follow so many people on social media. If you don't post, you're just going to get lost. And then and then what? So be consistent, provide value and just don't focus on the numbers. Everything else kind of falls into place. Mm. And that applies whether you're an influencer or a brand. Yeah, definitely. Well, you said about talking to customers just mm. in the last question. Um, mm. You will probably have to go through emails or like DMs. Um, what would you say is a strong email layout when you're wanting to communicate and contact to businesses that you'd like to work with? So actually, as an Instagram manager, you shouldn't ever really be emailing people to like offer your services. So what you want to do is facilitate people coming towards you, coming to you. So back um, before Instagram managing was a thing in, in older times, it was like cold calling or cold emailing, you know, where you'd like basically pitch yourself in an email and hope the person would want to work with you. But thankfully with social media, you don't have to do that anymore. And the way you, the way you substitute that is by finding new accounts, like I said, interacting with them. The main way is like creating a relationship. Like I'm sure you guys have made friends on Instagram. I know I have. You just like start talking with people. You just, you're yourself, you reply to their stories, you come up with conversation and you take it from there. And that is the main way you get clients as an Instagram manager. People are going to book you not because you are an Instagram manager, but because you have a good personality or because they connect with you. That's exactly what you want. So don't worry too much about email format because literally never have to do it. If anything, I suggest you stay away from it. Oh, okay. Brilliant. <laughs> um, <laughs> now we have a few personal issues and questions from some of our followers. So we're just going to do a little segment that are more personalized. Um, so the okay. first question, we have another question from Kettle Steaky or Steaky again. <laughs> I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Um, how can I boost engagement for a restaurant social media page? Oh, posting on your stories a lot. So like with a restaurant, you kind of have to induce someone's, um, for lack of a better word, FOMO. Like you have to get people to start craving the food and like, oh my God, these people are having this great food. I want some. So like post behind the scenes of you making the food or the restaurant crew making the food. Post your process of how you package your orders, how everything is clean with COVID. Those are all great things for content. And you need to be just posting so frequently on a story for restaurants it's also kind of it's running restaurants is a pain because you have to be so consistent you need to post on your feed daily and on your stories several times a day that'll definitely help with engagement hi everyone we hope you're enjoying this episode we just wanted to come in here and talk to you about growing pains podcast growing pains is a podcast hosted by two young curly haired girls carly and arlie the ladies discuss everything from navigating friendships dating adulthood and the highs and lows of growing up and growing up together. They have been best friends for 11 years and clocked in a serious amount of memories, travels, advice and stories that they share on their show. Join them every Monday where they sit down 500 miles apart (laughs) and navigate all of life's pesky growing pains. You can find Growing Pains with Carly and Ali anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram at growingpains underscore pod and on TikTok growing pains podcast. Let's get back on into the episode. Um, we then have another question from digital underscore daisies. She said, no client is reaching out to me even though I engage with them. Help. 
Well, maybe find new people to engage with. So if you've been engaging with the same people over and over again and they're not biting, then just find new people. And again, prioritize your value. So what are you giving? Make sure you're posting consistently and maybe switch up what you're doing. Maybe your strategy isn't working. So if you're posting tons of long and informative captions, maybe switch from captions to graphics. So make really pretty graphics and carousels that are more appealing. Make it so that people actually want to interact with your content. If you've been doing something consistently for like a month, month and a half, and you're not getting clients, that literally just means your strategy is not working. So just try something new. We have another question from uh, Milik, And they <laughs> asked, how do I know how much to charge my first customer if I don't have any experience? If you're starting from scratch, I suggest you go from $15 to $30 an hour. I don't know what that translates to for you guys as far as like <laughs> quick math. <laughs> ten, Google. £10 to so like mm. £17 probably. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like per hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just like have that as your hourly rate. So you should think about if you're an Instagram manager, the first account you're running technically is your own. Like you are your first client. So figure out how long it takes you to run your account per week. Like how long is it taking you to write captions? How long is it taking you to plan the content? And then multiply that by your hourly rate. And that will be your package rate for the week. So when you talk with a client or a prospective client, that's how you're going to present it. So for this week, for January 1st through the 7th, you're going to be paying me this amount. Not exactly for this amount of hours. You're literally just saying this flat amount for this week if that makes sense mm, yeah yeah Hopefully. it does <laughs> um and then a question from underscore aishaya dot s asked as an 18 year old with no college degree what would be my first five steps for smm Ooh, first five steps okay one would be education so like i said earlier listen to those blogs read those podcasts two would be starting your own account and three would be making your first post introducing yourself and when you make your own account, make sure it's a business account, not a creator account, since you are selling a service. And make sure your category is set to business service. When you make your first post, literally make it as personal as you want. Post a casual picture of yourself. Just make sure it's decent, you know, and in good lighting. And just introduce yourself. So who are you? Where are you from? Why are you doing this? What is it you're going to be offering? And so on. Next, I would go to like Google Docs or Notebook or something and jot down exactly what it is you're teaching. So what is it your purpose on social media? Who are you trying to reach out to? Are you trying to work with wedding photographers? Are you trying to work with real estate agents? And then do your research. What do those people need on social media? Who are they trying to reach on social media? And that's what your content is going to revolve around. So then once you have that plan, step five would be actually executing it. So now you have who you're reaching, what they need. Now it's a time to plan it out. So how often do you want to post? What are your different posts talking about? And then just do it and just start. And even if you go a month or two without getting clients, it's fine. Keep trying. And like I said, just get a new strategy. You'll get it. You just have to find what works for you, you know? That's really good advice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never really saw it. It's like you actually have to work out like how your own Instagram account works before you go ahead and start offering to run other people's. Yeah, I feel like it's quite overlooked. Like you don't actually... Mm-hmm. think about it <laughs> yeah exactly because I mean you're doing exactly what you're offering to do for other people you know you're offering to help them get clients so yeah. if you can't get clients for yourself you have no business exactly. trying to get clients for other people you know? <laughs> that is so, so true great, great practice <laughs> um next question is from pm.valeria underscore acosta uh, and they ask how do you have any specific back-end marketing strategy for apparel mm. 
Oh, I do actually. So <laughs> for any sort of like boutique shop or anything apparel oriented, you're going to want to go for people that have the same fashion sense, right? That's who you're trying to attract. Okay. So you're going to find similar stores on Instagram that have pretty good audiences and stores that obviously sell stuff like you or like the same style. If you sell boho stuff, don't try to go for a place that sells like super contemporary plain clothing. Do you know what I mean? Go for boho clothing shops. Mm. You're going to go into their comment section as your step one and interact with the people that commented on their photos. So if someone is like, oh my God, this sweater is awesome. Interact with that person and maybe on your story later on, put like five or six of your sweaters that are, you know, like the same or that are cool and then run a sale. And there you go. You got some clients. Mm. Or my favorite one is to go to the tag section in these profiles because the tag section is going to be full of people that actually bought the product and then tagged the brand, obviously. Ah. So if they bought from that brand <laughs> similar to yours and you have same type of clothing, you have the type of stuff they want. And let's say you're running like a 50% off sale. Guess what? You're going to get sales. So doing that is kind of a great way to reel people in. Mm. Um, feels like a little bit like stalking. But <laughs> you know? It's not stalking if it's for business. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> Um, the next question, well, it's a two-part question, actually, from okay. zsophie.h underscore. I don't know why we chose, like, the hardest username. So, firstly, um, do you need an LLC to start social media management? And secondly, how do you deal with billing slash giving receipts? So, you don't need an LLC, but it is a good bet to get one as soon as you get your first client. So, like... Once your business has made money, put that money towards getting an LLC if you can. So the step before an LLC would be sole proprietorship. Basically, this just means you and your business are the same tax-paying entity. So like your business's debt, your business's profit is yours as an individual as well. If you have an LLC, you are protected. Like your business's debt is its own. Your business's profit is its own and yours is as well. So you're just protected in the event of a lawsuit. It stands for Limited Liability Corporation. So basically, like I was saying, it adds like like this protection between you and your business. It separates you two so that if you get in a lawsuit, people can't come after your business and vice versa. Which, I mean, as an Instagram manager, let's be honest, chances are you're not going to get in a lawsuit. But <laughs> it can't hurt to have it there, especially if you're like trying to make a real business out of this. So my advice is don't put any of your own money into it. But as soon as your business starts making money, put that money towards getting an LLC. Uh, and what was this like question? Uh, sorry, I <laughs> it was how do you deal with billing or giving receipts? <clears throat> so I suggest um, just like creating an invoice in Canva, c a n v a dot com. It's super easy we to love use. Canva. Yeah, oh, we were in there. <laughs> so great. Um, and did you guys see like Canva's letting you like edit videos now, which is really awesome. Really, really? Oh, you can do like <laughs> animations and stuff. It's really cool. Oh my god. But anyway, so <laughs> go to Pinterest and like look up invoice design ideas or receipt idea designs, whatever. You get it. And then go into Canva and create something that's your own. Don't just like copy and paste it. Make it your own. But then once you have that, you literally just spill it out with the components of, you know, I'm charging you this much for this service. It's due on this date. And just email it to your client. Don't overcomplicate it too much. Literally just fill out the form, send it out. It's super easy to do. I think Canva even has like pre-made templates for receipts and like invoices. I didn't even know they had that. God, they've got everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they <laughs> really do. They're amazing. <laughs> Um, the final question we have for you today is from Josel172, uh, and they ask, do you run every picture to your client before you post it? No. And 
this is because when I start working with a client, I make sure to have an honest conversation with them that like, you're hiring me to be your Instagram manager, kind of let me do my job, you know, so like, Mm -hmm. I will pick the images that I think are best. And if you don't like it for some reason, that's fine. You can review like the whole week block. But like the images I chose, I chose for a reason. So it's just a matter of open communication, making sure your client understands that from the get go. And if you want your client to review your photos every time, again, just make sure that's an understanding when you start working together. Um, you're going to have most clients are just going to provide you the images when you do start working together. So you're not, I mean, you're not a photographer. It's not like you have to come up with the images. So if they sent you the images, chances are they already pre-approved, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that is all the questions we have for you today, Mila. Um, thank you oh. so much for joining us on this episode. You're welcome. Thank you I've for having me. I've learned so much. Okay. I might have to do yeah. a social yeah. media manager. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, very good <laughs> so before we end this episode do you want to go ahead and say where people can find you instagram what you offer yeah. everything like that go ahead 100 percent. yeah so you can find me on instagram it's at digital mila i was gonna say dot com but no it's at <laughs> digital mila you can follow me there um and as far as like offers go as of right now i i don't do managing because i don't have employees yet but i will be hiring employees soon so stay tuned but I do teach people how to be Instagram managers. So if you mm-hmm. want to learn, I have classes. I won't have them for long, but you can go snatch one up if you'd like. And then you can follow me on TikTok if you want just more free tips because that's where I post like the juicy stuff. <laughs> and on TikTok, my handle is at the Mila Holmes, like Sherlock Holmes. And yeah, that's pretty much it. You can find me anywhere over there. Great. And I actually saw the, I think it was a TikTok she made where you were like, asking um people to apply on tiktok which i thought was like mm-hmm. such a cool idea i've never seen that it was <laughs> it worked out really well because i wanted to come up with an, a way to like take applicants while like being able to see tons of applicants at once while like also helping my engagement so because people had to like duet and stitch the video it was like thousands of people basically helping my engagement <laughs> raise and then i got to see like a 60 second interview pretty much yeah. it's like far easier than going through hundreds and hundreds of resumes so it like worked out fantastic and especially people do that especially for like your field as well I feel like maybe Mm -hmm. a resume isn't the best thing because we're kind of encouraging people to start maybe if nothing so with a TikTok you know you don't have to have that also most people have their TikToks um like in that you you can find their Instagram on their TikTok as well so you can always have an Instagram Mm -hmm. True. Exactly. Smart. <laughs> very, true. very smart way of doing it. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much again. And I will leave those links that Mila's just mentioned in the podcast description. So you can guys can go check it out. And also I'll leave the link to our Instagram, which is at the Little Women Podcast, where you can find all of our interesting information like guests, our day in the lives, everything's going on over there. And yeah, thank you again, Mila. Thank you so of much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you want to find us elsewhere, you can follow our Instagram at the Little Women Podcast, where you can ask future guest questions, hear about new episodes coming up, and also see what we get up to behind the scenes. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on and give us a five-star rating. We upload every other Sunday, so we'll see you then for a brand new episode.